Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Tough Love Dairy Podcast. Uh, so, I've got some news. Uh, this is going to be the last episode up until uh, until January when we're going to restart the podcast. We are going to be going through a bit of an overhaul, a bit of a rebrand, a bit of a face lift a bit of a makeover if you will uh, because I really enjoy doing the podcast I just have to find a way to make it more consistent and find a way to fit interviews into my schedule better and yeah just come up with a plan because I do love bringing you interviews from people that are awesome and amazing and authentic and that's what we want, right? More of that kind of stuff. So for today's podcast, I figure it will just be me talking about kind of a few of the ahas I've had over the last few months while I've been traveling ridiculous amounts. Um, yeah, and the things that I learned. So yeah, let's get into it. All right, so As you know, or maybe you don't know, uh, I've been on the road essentially since August for the most part. Uh, I was back home for about five days where I crammed in a bunch of interviews, but then I left again and I just got back two days ago um, to my house. And so here we are. But in that time, there is a few things that I realized. Number one is I would like to not maybe travel so much much all in one time while traveling when people see people traveling they think like oh they're living the dream they're doing the thing but I mean it is awesome don't get me wrong I love that I'm privileged and have the ability to be able to create a life where I can go on these adventures and hang out with people that I love and create some amazing stuff and talk about body image and do all the things that I love to do don't get me wrong I love that However, being away means a few different things. Number one is I have to live out of a suitcase. And while that doesn't sound super terrible and is definitely a first world problem, it's kind of annoying it because you have to pack everything up and then you have to find places to do laundry. And the laundry you do isn't the same as at your house. And then you just fold it back up to go back into your suitcase. And you just are always moving from place to place. And just as soon as you get settled someplace, you have to pack up and leave again. So there's not really a sense of consistency or stability that one has when they stay home for longer periods of time. That's that. The other thing I realized is that the way my brain works is that I need to be Wherever I am, I need to be there 100%. I am not the person that calls home every single night to check in with people when she's traveling. I just can't do it uh, because it takes me away from the people that I'm with in that moment. And I'm doing a half-ass job of trying to connect with people back home. And so being away for three months, obviously I would check in a few times but every time I did it was just like really hard and it felt like it just reminded me what I was missing at home and then I would be pulled away from what I was doing and that's just not something that I look forward to moving forward and here's the thing 
when I was, you know, in my 20s traveling around, yes, I would have loved this life. I would have loved traveling consistently, not knowing where I was going to sleep. Well, to be fair, I knew where I was going to sleep, but not knowing like what the bed is going to feel like, not knowing like what the food is going to be like, not knowing, you know, any, not knowing what your day to day is going to look like, you know, when I was 20 in my 20s. Yeah, that maybe was good. But now that I'm like, almost near, like I'm 39. So I'm basically 40. I'm like, I want a little bit more stability. You know, I want to have lazy days. I want to do my laundry and hang out my clothes. I want to be able to talk to my plants in the morning. And I want to be able to fend off my husband's handsiness. I didn't realize how much I enjoyed that stability that I had found during the pandemic. Prior to 2020, I was always on the move, always on the go. Create, 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 travel, 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 do, 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 do. Then once the pandemic hit, it made me stop and realize like it doesn't have to be that. And so right now, because I've let go of my studio and I'm back home now, even though it's only been three days, I find myself struggling, and this is where, like, while I was doing all this traveling, I had some time to think about this, is, like, I don't want to work as hard as I did. (laughs) And that sounds silly. Like, I don't want, I want to be able to feel and experience my life. I don't want to, I want to be in my life, not, not perceiving my life, I guess, is the best way. Like, I want to take my time and I want to go for morning walks and I want to have a morning routine that is delightful and simple and easy. Uh, And then occasionally I want to have these moments of outburst creativity and work and hard work and head down, do the thing. But then I want to have a break. So I realized for me, because that's how I tend to work is like all or nothing is my way of existing is that when I'm all in, I want to be all in, but then I also need to be okay to do nothing until it's time to stop doing nothing. And uh, so going forward, I'm going to, this is why I'm rebranding the podcast and doing all that because I want to try something out for the next year, which is where I'm going to kind of create a schedule that is in rhythms more than it is in, you know, a typical way of hustle culture work ethic where you just work for seven days a week. I don't want to do that anymore. No more seven days a week working. I want to enjoy living my life and creating and advocating and educating and traveling. I want to do it all, but I want to do it all in a way that is a bit less hectic. There we go. That's it. That's what I would like. So that's what I'm currently working on. So that's that's one of the things that I learned from all this excessive travel in the last little bit. The other thing that I realized when I was doing all this traveling is that I need to limit myself. Like I am a yes man. Okay. If somebody offers me a cool opportunity, I'm like, yes, amazing. I don't want to make you upset. So I'm going to say yes to it. And so I usually end up overscheduling myself such as saying yes to everything because you don't want to disappoint everyone from the month of August all the way till November. (laughs) 
<laughs> right? Uh, and so I'm going to have a pre-planned type of schedule for the most part with room for opportunities. But once I hit the certain amount of opportunities, then it is time for me to say no to opportunities. And I know that's going to be a huge hurdle and test for me, but I'm actually quite excited uh, to see what that can turn into for me. The thing is like when I'm traveling around and all this stuff, I can't take care of myself. I can't uh, go to my doctor's appointments, go to dentist appointments. Um, like I had to reschedule freaking ultrasounds and things like that, that I'm dealing with health wise. And that's not okay. Like what if something serious is happening uh, in my body and I can't do these things because I'm gone. That's not a way to live. So instead of I'm I'm learning to be okay that I don't have to do everything and I don't have to be uber famous. I think that's something that I struggle with. That that is the thing is that I have this idea that in order to create maximum impact, I need to be well known by everyone in the world and I need to be doing all these amazing things but when I really think about it that's just my ego talking that's not Terry talking that's my ego that says hey as a middle child you felt like nobody saw you so in order for you to be like now you want lots of people to see you and that's not necessarily the case I have to remember that like Every person I come in contact with, I have the ability to change their life and they have the ability to change someone's life after our interaction. And like, it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be big. It just has to be what it is. I just have to show up and do all things as much as possible with passion, with purpose and, uh, and bring value to my world and the world around me. So that's something that I am like, oh, that's something we need to work through. All right. And then this other thing happened that I really want to share and talk about. So one time I, I was in the laundry room doing my laundry and I was just scrolling through Instagram and I remember seeing a friend of mine, Sam, her uh, amazing art. Uh, like she had put up a reel of her traveling around and she was like camping and creating and traveling and creating and I was like oh man she is living the dream I wish I was doing that and all of a sudden I was like what the hell am I talking about I'm literally sitting in a hotel room because I'm traveling and creating after I'd just gone back from going out to the salt flats and photographing with my friend Sarah I literally was doing the thing that all of a sudden I didn't think I was doing because somebody else was doing it and that's when I realized like Instagram really fucks with us, man. Like it makes us think that we aren't doing enough or we're not doing the right things or other people are doing it better. But maybe we just have to stop and say like, oh, maybe I am doing the same thing I wish I was doing. Maybe I'm actually doing the thing I was, I wish I was doing. And it was a really good moment for me to kind of stop and say like, what, what am I what is happening? Like, why do I care so much? I mean, great. I'm glad she's having a good time creating and, you know, enjoying stuff. Of course, that's amazing. But what happens to me is that I think like, oh, there's something better that I could be doing or something, a better way I could be living my life. And it's like, I'm already doing the thing. While I was in the middle of doing the thing, I wished I was doing the thing. 
that's the silliest thing that has ever happened. So I want to encourage you to, when you're like looking through like Instagram and paying attention to what other people are doing, just stop for a second and take a look at what you are doing. Like give yourself props for, you're probably doing a lot of the things you never once never thought you could do. Or maybe there is a way that you can like implement certain aspects of things. But like, I don't know. There's this thing about being a human called the hedonic treadmill where we have been taught that once I get this, then I'll be happy. Once I do that, then I'll be happy. And, but we never are. It's fleeting. We're never happy. We just kind of get there and then we're like, okay, what's next? There's got to be more. There's got to be more. There's got to be more. And this is part of being human. However, I think it's heavily driven by capitalism for sure. Like, I remember, do you remember being a kid and like enough was enough? Like you didn't, you were just happy to be in the moment playing outside with your friends or, you know, swimming in the river behind your house or, you know, riding your bikes down the road for seven miles with your friends and just trying not to get hit by cars. Like whatever the thing is, is like we were okay. Like everything was okay. And then somewhere along the line, we got into this like pissing contest that, well, I just need more. If I don't have more, then I'm nothing. If I don't have more money, then I'm nothing. If I don't have more success, I'm nothing. If I don't have more relevancy, then I'm nothing. And that's absolute bullshit. And these are the kind of aha moments that I've been like thinking about as I've been traveling and spending time alone, you know, on planes where you can't really go on the internet unless you pay for it, which I'm not gonna. Um, and I realized like, I need to take a step back from what I thought I needed and just appreciate what I have and like, enjoy that, I guess. I don't know. This is just a bunch of me, you know, kind of talking through my thoughts about things I learned when I was traveling. But the biggest, the biggest takeaway from all of this is I think we'll always think we desire more if we don't know what it is we actually desire, right? Like, let's go back to the first thing I talked about, how, like, you know, I was traveling a lot, living out of a suitcase. I thought I wanted that. I thought that's what I should want. There it is. That's what I thought I should want. Everybody says, oh, you, it's living the dream. You're doing the thing. You're traveling. And don't get me wrong. Again, I'm grateful that I have these opportunities. But like, but I don't think that's, I don't need more of that. I don't, more, more traveling isn't going to make me a nicer person. More traveling isn't going to make me a kinder person. It's not going to make me, you know, immune from the human experience. I'm still going to feel bad things, experience grief, have sad moments, dislike my body when I look in the mirror. Like, it's not going to give me what I think it's going to give me. And instead, I have to look at my life as a whole and say, like, at this point in my life, what is it that I desire? I desire some semblance of stability. And with that is going to be and there's going to be sacrifice as a result of that. That sacrifice could be 
not being known as much anymore. It could mean not getting as many opportunities anymore. Or does it mean getting the right opportunities? I don't know. But I think once I become clearer and maybe write it down, which is the best way for me to do things, once I write it down specifically what it is that I want at this point in my life, it will be much easier for me to establish boundaries if I can stay focused on that instead of what I think and what what I think I should want and what is being sold to me that I should want. Uh, need or desire because at the end of the day and I did a podcast on this before is that I think it was a podcast or a voice note either way we're okay as we are just like when I was riding that bike for seven miles with my best friend trying not to get hit by cars we were okay just like when I was playing in the orchard with my sister I'm okay and I am grateful for all the things and experiences that I've had But it doesn't make me a more morally relevant human. It doesn't make me more. I just, I just am somebody that has done those things, right? But I think there was some expectation that having more of that should have made me feel different. Anywho, all that to say, get clear on what it is you want right now at this juncture of your life. Get clear on, do you want stability? Do you want time with family? Do you want freedom? Do you want, like, what does it look like? And then rework your life in order to make that happen by saying no to the things you might have used, you maybe used to say yes to, by saying yes to things that you might have said no to in the past, by being excited about things that normally don't get you excited like having a consistent morning routine. That is not something I previously would have loved. But now it's something I like. It grounds me. It allows me to know that I've got my back at the beginning of every day, right? And so priorities change. And priorities change. And because of that, we change. And so I think it's important for us always to reevaluate, not just once a year during the new year, but literally every quarter to check in with ourselves or even every month to check in with ourselves and just say like, I'm proud of where I am. I'm happy with what I've created or experienced. And here's what I've also learned from that as well. Okay. So those are your questions to take forth into the new year. And I know this was just a bunch of babbling, but hopefully it made sense in some form or fashion. I would love to hear from you um, as we're rebranding this podcast and getting it going and all that good stuff for the new year. I would love to know what specifically you look forward to hearing about from me. Uh, Is it, do you want to hear more about body image stuff? Do you want to hear interviews about people that are ordinary people just like living their best lives like what what do you want to hear what do you want to what do you want to listen to authenticity will always be at the core and that's important to me but yeah I want to hear from you so if you have any ideas feel free to shoot me a dm on instagram at terry hofford um and in other news I just have to drop this if you've made it this far is my book 2200 characters or less is out and it has been out for two days now and I'm super excited this book is over 400 pages of my writing my photos my handwritten notes even space for you to write your own things and I am 
super jazzed about it. It is a collection of writings that came out of the pandemic and um, as a form and way to connect with other people. And it literally changed my life. And so hopefully now my book will change yours. All right. So to find out more about that, you can head to terryhoffer.com. Uh, and then on my website, just look for 2200 characters or less. And I will also link it in the show notes here. So if that's something you're interested in, you can check it out. All right. I will talk to you later, my friends, and we'll see you in the new year. Bye.